Okay. I rated it five stars. And oh, you're rating our podcast five stars. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, let's go. Hi, I'm Chris. And this is Leanne and Megan. Someone recently called us a trio, and I thought that was cute. We're definitely improvising. When I first stumbled upon the word polyamorous, I was like, wow, there's a word for what I've been doing for all this time. We are new to polyamory. When you discover that that's what love is for you, you're kind of left flying by the seat of your pants. Cheers. My name is Jen, and I'm married to Tal. Last year, we decided to move in with Michael and Kamala. We consider ourselves a polyamorous pod. So we do have a lot of fun and intimacy. We're really family. Even though there's been ups and downs, it's been a really, really sexy year. <laughs> Mala and I are getting along great. This is my color. I will let you borrow it. You okay. will? Yeah. We did butt heads at first. We're both very strong women. I know you hate washing dishes, but uh -huh. if you're going to eat pea soup, can you at least put water in the cup? But we started having a little bit more sex. <laughs> things have worked themselves out. <laughs> Last year, I came out to my parents as polyamorous. They told me they're not interested in any of the details, but they're still very supportive. I'm proud to have come out as polyamorous, and now I'm excited to share that I'm bisexual. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Got told. All right. I'm a killer. Welcome back to episode number three, and what a way to kick it off with a little bit of uh, polyamory. So if you're wondering what the fuck you just heard, um, this is one of our favorite TV shows. We haven't watched it for a little while, um, but we've just recently got back into it. It's called Polyamory, Married and Dating, and if you're not aware of what polyamory is, essentially, poly, more than one, amory, love, multiple love. Um, so these people, oper one, one team's operating as a threesome. A couple has been married for, what, six years, and then now they've had a girlfriend for uh, four or five years now, so they've been, the main couple's been together for ten. Um, and the other one is what they call a pod, and it's two married couples who have decided to uh, move in together and live together. Now, the first thing you need to know about this show, that the pod, there is actually a kid involved. Um, you see him occasionally, uh, and he doesn't really say much. I know he's got to be one confused little motherfucker. But the the idea of polyamory is weird. Like, there's many, there's lots of cultures that do it. Like, I know for a fact that um, fighter pet fighter jet pilots they practice polyamory because their theory is is that like chances are they're gonna die. So if they die, they want someone to love their wife as much as they do when they're gone, which makes sense in a way, in a weird kind of way. But the thing about these guys is that. They're so fucking disgusting looking that it just ruins the whole experience. The trio in both, this is the start of series two. Series one, it starts with these guys proposing to one another. There's another triad on there that's really fucked up as well. But the triads are normally decent looking. The pods, it's basically two gay dudes that are with two lesbians. But as you heard at the end there, that guy's name's Tall. Uh, T-A-H-L. In last season, he was actually proud to come out to his family as Polly. 
Now, if you want to go back, spoiler alert if you plan on watching this, but when he tells his family, they just look at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I, I don't even think he tells them that he fucks dudes as well on that episode. I think he just tells them that he's in a pod. But then, this season, in season two, he comes out as gay, and he actually fucks his pod partner's brother. I'm yep. pretty sure it's some season, series in this season. So, if you're looking to get completely fucking wigged out by something really strange, polyamory, married and dating, um, you can find it on Torrance everywhere. It's fucking hilarious show. But I thought, yeah, that's a nice way to start. I'm proud to be coming out last year as poly, and now I'm bi. How would you feel if I was bi? That, well, you, you just look like you know. just, that was a big, <laughs> dro- big bomb you just had dropped on you. You wouldn't appreciate. Would it wig you out? Maybe at the start because it's different. Because it's <laughs> but, then, but then but you'd just get twice as many cuddles, maybe. Yeah. Like so, you'd be down for twice it? as much dick. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I'm down with that. So yeah, so that was our little intro this week. Um, again, please do yourself a favor and go and watch Polyamory, Married and Dating because it is fucking awesome. Um, but what's been happening this week? I guess this week. My main thing that I've been trying to get underway, apart from the podcast, is um, my new TV show. That was my brand new idea for a TV show, which is what you do, basically. I can't think of a good name for it, but like, I want to go to because we've been recently we've been going down to Southport Police Station to get shit signed. Like, um, what have uh, we been getting signed? Yeah. <laughs> Um, our parole forms. Uh, <laughs> no, we've been getting like working with children checks and uh, shit along those lines that you need to get like your identity verified by the police for. And we've been doing it on Monday mornings and we've been noting this trend of 18 to 25 year old young ladies and men um, with a sprinkle of a little bit older, but most of them there, they look like the side effect of Saturday nights in Surface Paradise. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're fronting court from about 10 o'clock onwards on Monday mornings and you, you you just walk in, you just walk past them and the conversations that you hear are fucking crazy. So my plan is to head down there in a suit with a camera, pretend I'm a news team essentially and um, interview them and see how deeply I can get them to incriminate themselves. Because like, a lot of them sound like they're proud of themselves. Like a lot of them, I don't think they're coming from, um, what would you call, what's the PC way of saying this? Good families. <laughs> yeah, like families where their fucking parents cared about them at all at any stage during their upbringing. Um, mind you, though, while we were sitting inside, we did see one mum come in with her daughter. Neither of them had shoes on. Um, and they were reporting a stolen car. And then as they got into the report of the uh, stolen car, they sort of unraveled that it wasn't stolen as much as it was borrowed by her boyfriend without permission and now and they can't find it. And only for a few hours. Like it had only been gone missing for a couple of hours. So yeah, I just think it's um there's potential for some really funny fucking content down there. And definitely seeing them on the Gold Coast, I'm gonna head down to schoolies with a camera to interview some fucking cracked out drunk eighteen year olds as well. So stand by for those videos. They'll go up on my new my new YouTube page. Um, which would be called Reese's Private Files until we can think of a better name for it. But at the moment, that's what it is. But it's weird. Like, every time I think about, like, starting to organize this TV show, like, I remember every time we come out with a pitch for for any sort of creative idea, there's always some piece of shit who shuts you down, tells you it's a bad idea. And, like, I, f- I don't know what's wrong with those people. Like, do you remember when we w- came up with that show, What's Your Closet? 
it was like where we wanted to interview people about different things that affecting um, their day to day life. So, for example, if you were, well, the one that we were going to do is our friend who is a Catholic Indian who's also a lesbian, and her partner is a Muslim Lebanese woman. Um, and I guess like the the premise was is that neither of them can really tell their family what they're doing. Um, and we got shot down. There were so many people. There was a couple of supportive people like thought it was a good idea, including the two that want, we wanted to be involved with the show. But then any time we told anyone else who... It was actually an f- interesting theme. The people who shut us down were the people what, what we consider robots, like the people who haven't got any creativity in their body. They're just happy to turn up at work five days a week, get drunk on Friday night, feel hungover Saturday morning, get drunk again Saturday night, and then be depressed Sunday and go all about it again. It's not. It's never a fucking someone who's going out of their way to like think about the, the complexity of life. But like, it's not necessary. It's like if you, if you were thinking like that, you've already failed at life, haven't yep. you? Like you're, you're placing these, like your perception of yourself, like what you think is possible for yourself is essentially the glass ceiling that you self set for yourself. So if you ever say anything is impossible, you've already failed. Like, I remember when I was growing up, I wanted to be a mechanic, right? I told someone I wanted to be a mechanic. And the first thing they said to me was, is like, you, you shouldn't be a mechanic. The only people who ever make money from being a mechanic are people who own their own business, right? But like, how small of a goal is to own your own mechanic business? Like, what Especially the f- in a small, small town. What the fuck happened to that person that they thought it, like, it was impossible to have such a small dream of owning a fucking mechanic's? Like, every fucking person has a car. Some people have two cars. Like, it's one of the most prolific businesses possible. But, like, what sort of glass ceiling? Like, when I said I wanted to be a mechanic, I didn't want to be a mechanic. I'd already, like, conceded to the fact I wanted to be a rapper. Like, I, when, I was, when I was 12, like, you're, you're laughing at me, but, like, I legit wanted to be a rapper. And you still do. I still want to be a fucking rapper. But, like, if I was in a position where that person who told me I couldn't be a mechanic told me I could be a mechanic... Well, maybe that would have lit a spark that went, well, if I can be a mechanic, why can't I be a rapper? But when they told me I can't be a mechanic, well, I went, well, if I can't be a fucking mechanic, what chance is there of me being a rapper? Like, it's just impossible. So, like, what I'm trying to say is, is that if, if you're an adult and you're, you, you have failed at your dreams or you don't, you, you've so fucked up that you don't even have dreams, like, how about you put a little bit of energy into, like, helping, even if it's not your kid, even if it's just someone you know, like, put a little bit of energy into helping them realize their dreams. Like, I had this thing the other day, this guy called Tate Fletcher had this big speech, he was a former UFC fighter, about other people's victories are your victories. And, like, that's a fucking weird hippie thought to have. But it's true. As soon as I stopped getting angry about people getting, like, better deals than me, my life became exponentially better. So I guess that's just what I'm trying to say. If 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 you're if you're miserable, don't project your misery onto other people. Like the other people's positivity can be your positivity too. Fuck, we're not even on to Reese's rant yet, and and, and, uh, and I'm ranting. ranting. But while we're ranting, I might as well that's keep a the fucking point. That is a positive rant because it's, it wants it wants people. I want people to be more supportive of one another. Like it's that simple. Like why? What is telling someone something negative going to do? You can always go to an office job. There's always going to be office jobs. There's always going to be cleaning jobs. There's always going to be kitchen jobs. Like you can make a minimum wage, ba- without barely raising a sweat. So so fucking run the risk on something like that you believe in occasionally. Or everything. Or everything you believe in. The only things that you're gonna you're 100% guaranteed to fail at something you don't try. 
That's for sure. So, but onto my rant. This is a fucking weird one because, like, I don't take Panadol, right? I take, if, I have a, if I'm in enough pain where I need to take some sort of painkiller, I need to take codeine. And apparently, I can't fucking buy it now. Because why? Do you, do you know why we can't buy it? Not exactly. No, well, I can only assume it's one of two reasons. Like, someone in some sort of position of power stopped making money off it. Or two, they think they're saving us from ourselves. Or they're making money some other way. Or they're making money some other way. Someone's yeah, still true. making someone, money. Someone's benefiting from yeah. it anyway, regardless. But like, it goes back to what we talked about last week. It's the closing, closing cliff jumps like, so people don't hurt themselves. Like, who are you protecting? Like, you can go right now and you can go and buy a liter of vodka, scull it, and be dead in 20 minutes. Right? You can do that. No problem. But why are we hiding the codeine from us? If there's all these different substances that can kill us, like you can just get in your car and floor it to a hundred and drive into a fucking brick wall. Like there's a there's a million ways like to you kill yourself. You can jump off this balcony. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like taking things for away from us. Like I just don't understand it. I feel like it's some sort of like mass control where they're like, this is us performing our power over you again. You're gonna concede. No one even argued. Like I just I didn't hear one I person. Did. You heard someone saying it Me. shouldn't be. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, of course you I did. I was Cause, so angry. Because you're the same. You went to, to a doctor's to get codeine the other day for your period pain, and they gave you anti-inflammatories, which is like the worst thing you can do yeah. for your body in history. But That's like, the only time I take it is once a month. And, and, I, and I still wasn't allowed it. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't Still, you can't be trusted. Pain. You yeah. can't be trusted with it, like, apparently. And what did the doctor tell you? I don't prescribe that. Well, you're a fucking shit doctor. Like, if, if we had any more spare time, like, we would have followed up. Like, we reported that dumb bitch. Like they we said could... it's not for period pain, even though on the back of an old packet it said for period pain. It's for pain so in general, period. You can't Excuse advertise it for pain and for period pain people and then get, take that back. People get sued for that shit. Like, Nurofen had a massive fucking um, class action lawsuit against them because they had back pain, period pain, headache pain. Um, cramps pain, like all these different types of neurofilm, which were just the same fucking thing. But again, placebo is real. We know for a fact placebo has been proven by science. So I'm just so fucking sick of everyone trying to tell me how to save myself from myself. Like, it's like I need to prove a point and just fucking do something really fucked up just to show them that everything they're doing to protect me is not doing shit. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can just jump off the balcony right now if you just so choose. So they're not really... It's like they'd rather you take 10 paracetamol than one codeine too like it's... but the thing is paracetamol is causing damage to your body it's not even helping like one codeine with 500 milligram of paracetamol will have the same effect as like 2000 milligrams maybe more but that's like past the ld50 like the lethal lethal dose for 50 percent of the population anyway if anyone else has got an opinion we could on rant this, about this all day. Oh, i know it's just so frustrating but okay this is a fun one shame time Fuck, this is so aggressive. This week? this week, I'm shaming people who smoke while pregnant. Oh, oh man. and I can already, Have I already some... see your celebrity death pool. Yeah, you know who it's going to be now, don't you? Yeah. But I won't mention her until we get there. But I'm just trying get to see if there's this, anything though. funny this is coming Reese's up. This most hated person. Oh, yeah. Okay, there's some funny stuff coming up. That's good. <laughs> really aggressive. Um, but smoking while pregnant. So the reason why I think this should be shamed is because, is obvious. 
like you're affecting a child, but you're not just affecting a child, you're affecting a child that can't even move out of the way. Like it can't even block its nose, it can't do anything. It's not even breathing it in. You're literally like intravenously adding these dirty fucking chemicals to your unborn child. But I think it's not even smoking, it's everything you put inside your, yeah, your body when you're Yeah, pregnant. exactly. So if you're... Again, it's, like it's controversial, but if you're, if you're putting cheeseburgers into your body while you're pregnant and... and like you you are gonna that that child is gonna wear the effects of that food like what what do you, what do you think is happening to that kid when you're feeding like x amount of calories into it every fucking day so like if you're gonna smoke while you're pregnant you should be like charged with assault you really yeah. should because you are you're 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 causing damage to the most defenseless being on the planet. And then if it dies because of that, I think you should be charged with men. Of course you should. And like you, but you're not like, okay, why don't we look into miscarriages? Yeah. Like harder. Like you want to carry on about abortion and how abortion should be illegal. Why don't we look into miscarriages? How about if there's some sort of negligence during pregnancy? Like you have to have some sort of accountability for that. 100%. Well, that's deep. That is deep. But Onto our celebrity death pool. I see Jess hasn't added her, so while I oh, go off about it's just mine, hard for me it's to not... pick people who want to, who are going to die. You don't have to want them to die, though. That's the thing. It's just who you think might die, and you don't but have to I go off my list. Right. Oh, true. That's true. Okay, so my one, and it is a direct reflection of um, <laughs> my last rant, and it's Chrissy Swan. I don't know if any of you remember Chrissy Swan. She was on Big Brother, and she was fucking annoying on that. And then she got a radio gig, and then she was on, like, uh, the panel, I think it was. Anyway, it was one of these daytime talk show TV shows. But she got caught smoking while she was pregnant. And do you know what her excuse was? Do you remember why she was, why she was Stressed? smoking? No. I don't know. Quitting's hard. Oh. Quitting smoking is really hard. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's really hard. Shut the fuck up, you fucking piece of shit. Like, not only are you overweight, so you're already probably putting fucking disgusting food into that child, like, which means you're going to change the genetics of that child for the rest of its life as well. Like, if you just can't be disciplined for nine months of your life, like, how the fuck are you going to raise a child for 18 years? How old is that child now? I don't know. I'm not even going to put it into Google to see what it looks like. But, like, the fact that she smokes, smoked while pregnant... And is overweight. Um, and she's just an overall bad person. And so at the end of the day, um, if she ends up in the pool at the end of the year, I'm probably not going to feel that bad about it. But I see who you added to yours. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Have you seen a photo of him lately? Yeah, that's yeah. why I put him on. Yeah, fair he enough. He looks so bad. Johnny Depp looks like he's done all the coke. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. And he actually said something really funny the other day. Someone was giving in, he, he, Someone was interviewing him and they said... Um, Oh, your your business manager said that you spend $30,000 a month on wine, right? 30000 He goes, oh, that's preposterous. There's no way I spend that much. He goes, I spend far more than that. <laughs> far more than $30,000. You know, he owns something like 30 houses. He owns like a giant ranch in Colorado that he's never been to. Really? Never visited it. Do people live there or nope. is it empty? It's empty. Yep. He just, he just owns property. He apparently he owns something like twenty million dollars worth of art, like just mm. randomly. I don't think he's seen I half would of too. it. Yeah, of course you fucking would. It's like, <sighs> yeah. It, why, why wouldn't you? So that's fair, Johnny Depp. All right, yeah. we're gonna add him to the uh, to the list. All right. So weird shit this week. 
This is one that's pretty close to home for me too, considering we've been to America this year. Because um, one thing that all Americans say is that Australia is scary. Australia has scary animals, like terrifying. Like everything wants to kill you. Yeah. Like, no, that's not true. Like, what? Let, let, and now I've got a little like an Australia versus animals comparison and I want you to tell me what you're more scared of. Okay? So yeah. would you rather run into... A red, a red back spider, or a red wolf. And now a red wolf. I said a red wolf because red back, red wolf. But a red wolf is about the size of like a cattle dog. Definitely Cause, a red back spider. Because because a grey wolf is the size of like a Great Dane. They're fucking giants. So of course you wouldn't want to run into that. Like a red wolf, you probably still got no chance. What are you gonna do if you see a red back spider? Squish it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it. I wouldn't squish no, it. No, but I would. I'd sm- smash that fucking stupid little spider. So again, that's an easy pick, right? Yep. So would you would you want to run into a koala bear, which is about two to three foot and about fifteen kilos, or a brown bear, which is about nine foot and about five hundred kilos? Well, I'd love to say a koala bear, so I'm going to say koala bear. And again, I apologise. We know it's not a koala bear, but I thought it was funny if it was a koala, koala bear, bear or a brown bear. Koala bear. But yeah, of course, like a koala bear, it's going to run away from you. It's not going to run towards you. It's not going to try and fucking eat you. Like it's just going to. It's just going to be. It's just going to live. Yeah. All right. What about a brown snake? A brown snake or a mountain lion? Oh. Like again, what are the chances of a of a brown snake even coming towards you? Like, how often is a brown snake ever? Have you ever? Have you seen a brown snake? Yeah. Have you ever seen one come towards you? No. No, they don't come towards you. They run away from you. Yeah. All right, and then here's the only one that Australia actually wins. It's it's a saltwater croc or an alligator. Now, an alligator. What's the difference? So, a saltwater croc will hunt you, an alligator will hide from you, essentially. So, saltwater crocs hang out in the surf up in northern Queensland, northern territory, northern... Yeah. Are you serious? In the ocean. In the ocean. When we get off, I'll show you. I'll I'll Google and I'll look up a video on YouTube for you. But yeah, they hunt people. Like, so even a freshwater croc, pretty skittish. They only eat little fish and stuff. Saltwater crocs will actively hunt humans. That's... Yeah. Yeah. So... So, yeah, that's it. So, again, like, what's that? That was just five really quick examples I thought up this morning. And, obviously, all of them are more terrifying. Like, there's heaps of others. Like, there's black bears. There's timber wolves. Yeah, even, um, is it deer? Deer are fucking terrifying. They're like, terrifying. with those moose. Moose. What the fuck like, is a moose? A moose, a moose or a is, cow. Yeah. But even cows aren't even wild. You won't ever see a fucking no. cow in the wild here. Like, what do you see in the wild here? A goat. It's probably the worst thing you'll ever see in the wild. Or a uh, brumby. Or a brumby, exactly. And brumbies will run away from you as well. But a moose will literally attack you and stomp the fuck out of you. Like, what about that video I should have sent you yesterday? That thing would have been at least 12 foot, 10 foot, 12 foot tall with its its antlers. And what, maybe seven, 800 kilos. tread on a car. That's how big they are. Yeah. All right, moving on. This is a fun one I like. It's uh, things that are like condoms but better. So basically forms of contraception that stop people having sex. <laughs> this week it is um, any sort of personalized number plate. Like, fuck, have you ever seen a pussy dry up faster than a personalized number plate? Like, young dudes That's think that. they're so cool too. Like, everyone yeah. thinks they're so cool to are have they still, like... Are they still a thing? I know they were really big in like the 2000s. I think they're still, they still a thing. I think so. That? I think so. I think we've just progressed past the people who like them. I don't think we like hang around those Like once you got a car, anymore. you had to get it personalized. Oh, absolutely. I actually had personalized number plates and then my mum personalized my purse. Mine's were, mine were loud. L-O-U-D-17. And then 
Of course. Yeah, but I didn't put them on there. That's what they were when I bought it, my ute. And then my mum changed them to RMH589. Uh, That's standard. It's like your initials and yeah. then your year of yeah. birth. It, your month and the then standard. year. Yeah. Or just like, say, JS1993. Oh, That's yeah, exactly. What... So it's got to be six. six yeah. Six, six. Yeah, so... Um, Note to like anyone growing up, um, and you have to pay for it. Yeah, you That's do. the most. It's not much thing. more. It's not much more. So it's like, but, but, but again, you still have to pay for it. Um, any young dude out there that's um, looking to impress a chick with their car, first things first, don't put Just personalized don't have number, number plates. Plate. <laughs> well, no number plates is better than anything. If you, but you can't do that in Australia. That was really cool in America when you didn't have to wear front number plates. Do you have to here in Queensland? Yeah, I think so. I haven't seen anything without front ones on it. All right, cool. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way, young young men. All right, questions for Jess this week. Now, this is something I considered a few years ago. I haven't really thought about it since. Um, oh, my God. But essentially, like, there's this whole new marketplace for, like, online entertainment. And for lack of a better term, they're called cam girls. And I would be a cam guy, I guess. But my question to you is, if I'm sitting in front of a webcam and I'm jerking off and people are sending me money... If some of the people sending me money happen to be men, is that gay? You need to like tell me these questions before so I can think about no, it. No, but you don't, have... I, don't, I don't want you to think about it. I just want you to answer because like, I don't want I you always to just have like you're a so thousand. Cal- but you're so calculated. Just say some shit. You, this is a problem you have. You don't talk. You think too much. You just talk. I have like a thousand different answers in my head. But just say them then. <sighs> no, you got I, none. I, say one. Pick I don't, one. You got a thousand. I don't. Be. I don't think. It, I don't think it's gay. Like, what do you mean? Like, well, is it gay if I if I jerk off for guys? Is it everybody or is it? Well, is can uh, anybody access your webcam? Yeah, but okay. So the thing is, no girls are coming to watch me jerk off. It's that simple. If I set up a page where there's a single dude in front of a camera jerking off, do you know how many girls will be there? What percentage? You might be surprised. No, I, yeah, I'd be surprised if it was more than one percent. I would be surprised. That's why I say, is it gay? Because I just think the chance of a girl watching is slim to none. Mm. <laughs> you, know no. what, you, you know You know what my answer is? Depends how much money you make. <laughs> it's like you can jerk, jerk off in front of anyone if you're going to make enough money. Because it's just a thing. It's just a thought. Because like, it's totally anonymous. You can block your country if you want. And it's a, fair, it's a fairly lucrative is revenue your face stream. On the webcam? Can be, or you don't have to be. You can wear a mask. I'm, act- I'm sound like I've watched one of these before or something. Sounds like you do it. No, I don't do it. <laughs> don't. What is your mask? Yeah. I actually just I actually just wear my Red Ranger morph suit and cut a hole out for the dick. <laughs> All right, countering my anger issues this week, self-therapy. So I have a I've got this thing in it and it sort of comes along with the lines of there's a cigarette theme this week. So my one of my major anger management issues is when I catch people throwing cigarettes out their window because what sort of fucking piece of shit throws a cigarette butt out the window? Like that is a special type of human that literally says, I do not give a fuck about anyone else on this planet. Like this could start a fire and this could get eaten by a seagull. This could like anything. A little kid could pick this up and play with it, think it's a toy. Like it's rubbish and it's on fire. So what sort of piece of shit? So what I used to, well, what I still do is if we're at a set of traffic lights or something, I'll get out of my car and I'll pick up their cigarette butt and I'll throw it in their window. He's now, not even lying. I'm not I lying. Be you next yeah, time next you do time this I, I know. 
And I can't help it. Like, I literally can't help it because I can't let people be pieces of shit, okay? So, so what I've decided to do um, in, a, in a bit of a mitigation thing, like, because I know that I shouldn't do it, but I do. But what I've decided, because what I used to do is, uh, it used to be really fun because when people drop a cigarette out the window of their car, they don't bother to put it out. So, it would still be a light. So, I'd chuck it in the window onto their lap. Or onto the floor in the passenger seat when it was still burning. <laughs> yeah, but don't even be bothered to put it out. No, that's what I'm. So that's why I don't. Out the window. That's why I don't give a fuck about them. So, but what I've decided to do. I'm to, angry just listening. To <laughs> but what I've decided to do instead of um, throwing lit cigarette butts, I'll actually put it out and then throw it into the back seat of their car. Because, like, I didn't want to throw it into the back seat of their car lit in case it actually started an actual fire. Then whose fault is that? Well, it's my fault, I guess, in a lot of ways. I think I'd have a hard time in court, like, defending myself, even though nine out of ten people Aren't listening to this would agree. Aren't you just back to them, I, I, I agree. I 100% agree. And you know it's like a $500 fine if you get caught throwing a lit cigarette butt? Like, it's another fine if it's still on fire. So, well, now that I'm talking about it, I, I'm feeling less and less bad about what I do. Like... So again, You're just giving their rubbish back to them. So I don't think that you true could get because it was like, on fire when they threw it out the window. Yeah. So okay, so I'm going to put just it giving on it back to them. I'm going to put it on my Instagram um, the day I release this. We'll do a little poll and we'll see who agrees, who thinks I should continue to do it, and who thinks I shouldn't. Because I honestly do feel like I'm doing a public service when I, I do it. I guess it makes them think next time they go to again, do it. Again, it's a kind of shame, yeah, isn't it? It's it's fucking making people think about their actions. Yeah, Be- yeah. The look on their face when it happens to them, they go into shock. Oh, they go into shock. And it's, they don't know what it's, just happened. And it's always, it's never a self-respecting person that does it. It's always a fucking piece of shit. But it's the type of person that is okay with putting all those chemicals day after day after day after in day their into body, their body. Anyway. So yeah. they don't care about themselves. So yeah, why, why would, would they, they care about, about anyone? The, anything else. So that's how I look at it. But <sighs> Yep. All right. Well... I'd say that's enough for this week. I'd say that was a fun little rant. It got really aggressive, but like if anyone cares about anything, they'll understand where I'm coming from. It's like, oh, did you hear that? <laughs> I just farted. <laughs> okay, so what we do, last thing of the week, it's uh, our new song recommendation. I want because to pick next week's song. You do? Yeah. Well, okay. You can. Yeah. All right. It's can't be true world though, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I might be able to. Uh, but this song's by a guy called Machine Gun Kelly, and he, he became famous recently um, because he got in a beef with Eminem. He um, released a song called, I think it was called Rap Devil, and the first lyric is fucking hilarious. So it goes, someone grab me the clippers, because his fucking beard's weird. What did he have against Eminem? <laughs> no, Eminem just got on and just dissed all the current rappers. So he was like, including... fuck you, including Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. Um, so, so he, he dissed him back, but I'm not going to play that song cause it's kind of lame, like rap devil, but this one is a fucking good song. This one's called half naked and famous and it's, I wouldn't call it a remix as much as it's like a redo of the naked and famous hit young blood from 2010. Um, but yeah, it's machine gun Kelly vocals over a remix of the, um, the track from that. So what we'll do, we'll play out, listening to that song. It's been fun. I hope you guys aren't turned off my, by, my, by my aggression, but I feel like everyone's got the bit of this aggression deep and down. So time, it's kind of like, it's nice to have someone who's thinking the same way you are. So until next time next you're week, smoking in the car, think about if Reese is around. Yeah. Check your rear vision mirror. My number plate is, no, I'm not going to tell you that. But yeah, just, just think about that because you might end up with it on your lap or in your passenger seat next time. 
Till next time, though, this is Reese's Private Files. I'm Reese. That's Jess. She hates doing this part, but thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Uh, wait to bring another round, please. please. Bring that motherfucker back. Uh, a couple more, they like it out, please. please. Cause y'all know how to act, and I don't give a fuck. Can I live? Cause we be doing too much shit. Just a couple of kids from east side of the 216. Bumming a dollar in the dream, real shit. Every day I wake up, higher than the night before. Blacking out every night on tour. 5 a.m., we jumping in the pool, and our drawers till the cops come. Run, run, fuck the law. And I was born to be wild. Sex, rock and roll, and we pal. Running from the oldest scene now. Following my steps, then you walk in the green mouth. Cause trees in my pockets like my denim to greenhouse. Leave my teens hell. Tell me what's my age again. How many hours till I rage again? This is the story of. Young boy in the page we in Say that he off chase the fame again And there he goes Almost famous bitch Bitch, bitch, yeah Kills In all those places I mean Half naked and almost famous Famous uh, And when I get on I ain't changing Tell the world lace up